Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange Messed that one up. Sorry, guys. We didn't get to do and welcome into more important issues. I hit a button uh, at the wrong time. Apologies. You get the idea of the intro. Jeremy Pruitt's about to say it's the decade of the balls. That's true. It's 100% true. Um, you just missed that part right there. Uh, welcome in to the 200th episode. Tom Flosner having fun, man. Wild. Yeah. We're getting old. Yeah, I, I am getting old. I feel it, too. So I told you I bowled 11 games on, 11 games on uh, Monday. Mm-hmm. My arm hurts. Very bad. Yeah, when you told me that, I was like, what the heck, is this guy Iron Man? So, it didn't hurt that bad Monday. It was a little, you know, <laughs> a little uh, spaghetti-like okay. Monday. And then Tuesday, starting to feel a little bit more. Today, I'm like, oh. Mm. Yeah, it, it. I can feel it in my elbows. That wasn't smart of me. Yeah, like, I'm tired <laughs> after three games. There was a dude next like to me, though. To fall off the bone. There was a dude next to me that bowled more games than us and... He was bowling. He had two lanes, bowling right-handed on the right lane and left-handed on the left lane. Was it unlimited bowl, bowling? Yeah, yeah. All you can bowl for like eight fifty or something like that. Oh wow! Yeah, that's why we did it. So. So how long were you there? <coughs> uh, about four hours. <laughs> I was muted. Gosh, this show is just starting off right. We're, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it together though, guys. Um, so we do have a great show for you. We're also adding something in that we'd like to do uh, more often, but we're gonna kind of. Test run it tonight for our 200th, 200th episode, excuse me. Um, call in. So right here, got our phone number. That's 865-424-1342. Call, call in. We'll take your calls. Um, hope, hopefully we'll get to them fast enough. Uh, but yeah, call in. We've got a little weight room for you there. You can listen to the show, so don't worry about that. You won't miss any of it during that call in. Um, we'll pick it up. and we'll. Like I said, we've, we, we've always said, we want to talk about what you all want to talk about. So call that show in, uh, call into the show, and, and we'll start we'll start chatting. Justin Sanday's already in here. What's new? Um, not much, unfortunately. Yeah, not all, not a whole lot's new. Um, We're excited for content to create itself. <laughs> we have a we have a couple things. I mean, there's unfortunately uh, a lot of it's like just COVID stuff. We know the practice schedule. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we know the Big Ten schedule. I don't know what the SEC is waiting on, but we know the Big Ten. Pons is back. Pons is back. I heard. Yeah. Through the grapevine. Through the grapevine. <laughs> I can't play the video because it'll probably get yanked off YouTube uh, because of the Eminem song. So it's But he's back. But he's back. back again. <laughs> he's, yeah, he is. Um, but, yeah, so that stuff. We'll, we'll talk all about that. Talk about what Pons will bring to this team. National championship? Dude, I'm not saying national championship. That's not what I mean. But how much better do we feel about our chances for this basketball season with someone like Pons returning I mean, I like my, our chances a lot better because we probably won't be able to go. So if this were to be the year we'd win a national championship, it would be the year we couldn't actually go. Football's going to go 8-2, and two, all 10-game SEC schedule. Oh. Basketball is going to have a year that they would have went to the Final Four, and we it's can. not even going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Brody. Brody's back in town and just crashed the party. 
you, you you can call in or come in. I don't really care. Um, we don't get to see Brody a lot. He's in from California. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. You're welcome, guys. Um, <laughs> we're, we're happy to have Brody back. Can't wait to hang out this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was unexpected. It was expected, but unexpected. Yeah. I wanted to play, like, the um, – what's the, the military return song? Um. I don't know. Just I think it's just a sad song. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you'd cry <laughs> listening to it. Um, yeah, but I don't know. But that wasn't was. playing, so it wasn't as dramatic when he came in. Right. The last time we picked up Brody from the airport when he was in, they were having the uh, where they take the World War II veterans to DC for the. <laughs> so it looked like we had set up a uh, balloon tunnel all the way down at McGee Tyson. So right. that was fun. Yep, that was fun. For uh, a guy that's 25 years old. Yeah, I need to get I need to, I need to get my notes out here because, um, like Justin said, there there is we joke about there nothing being new, but um, Pons is back, which is great. I, I think that's a little unexpected. We were hoping, and I think there was like some hope to hang on to because he does still have a lot to prove yeah. to be an NBA player. Um, but his just intangibles kind of made you think he could have gone and he could have gotten drafted. I mean, yeah, he's one of the most athletic. He'd probably be one of the most athletic people in the NBA. Yeah. He's just that gifted. Right. Um, physically and, and athletically. So, yeah, I think this is a – it's huge for Tennessee, but I think it could have went – it could have went NBA. It could have went overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, but he elected to stay at Tennessee. I think that's that's huge. Um, and, and I think it has to do with you, – you, he has to feel good about what he's coming back to, or, yeah. or he wouldn't have came back. Right. Um, so I'm I'm sure he has high hopes for this season as well. Yeah, and, and with that, uh, Tom, the SID for the basketball program. Yeah, I can never say his, yeah, yeah. say his last name. Um, he did a he made that joking video of being able to pronounce Urosha's name. He needs to do a video now how to pronounce his name. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. He tweeted out what what the Vols will get now that Pons is returning. Uh, of the 2,079 points. Uh, Tennessee's returning four, 1,407 uh, of the 715 field goals, 500 field goals returning, 103 field goals returning, or 103 points um, returning of the 187. Uh, rebounding of the 1,069, there's 745 of the assists, 448 assists, there's 253 block shots. All but thirty of them, 149 block shots returning, which are a lot of pawns. Yeah, mostly pawns. <laughs> a lot of rim protection of the 186 steals, 123 of the 6,200 minutes, 4,260 minutes. There's a lot returning with pawns. Was a a big you know factor of the team last year. He brings brings a lot to the table. Um, what changed a lot for him last year? He had the blocking ability, had the rebound. He could rebound better. He had the rebounding ability, um, but. His scoring ability last year was so so important to that team, and it was seemed like it just developed more and more as the year went along. Um, getting him back will not only help him, but it'll also help this team a lot. Yeah, I think he finally got comfortable getting the ball, like on the post. Right. Um, and when he finally did that, I mean, he averaged ten point eight points per game, which I think the year before it was like two point two points per game. Yeah, it wasn't. wasn't um, but I, I just think his presence. Athlete. I mean, he's a guy that he's six six and can guard all five positions. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people are just like, "Oh, he can guard four positions." Well, he was guarding Azubuki at one point and doing a good job. And he, yeah, so. he do, he does a good job because and he's really he's a mismatch on the defense on the Tennessee's offensive end because a big guy is not fast enough to move with him, and a guy that's not big enough, he's just going to jump over. 
Yeah. He's a he's a mismatch on the offensive side of the ball as well. It's uh man, I'm pumped. I love it. I was very I ended up being shocked because I kind of – we joke about how I talk myself into football wins. I talk myself out of that one happening. Because oh, yeah. there were all these reasons that he could return. I'm like, nah, it just makes sense to go. Yeah, I think it was a huge – I don't know if it was a surprise for the team, but I'm, I'm sure they're – because, like, all the players are like, oh, this is a great day. Right. Um, so, I don't even think they <laughs> expected I mean, it. They At least what, they didn't seem to. They know what it is. Like, they know what it means to have a potential – to just have the potential to get drafted in the NBA. And he was probably going to go. Mm-hmm. So that that's a big deal, for sure. Uh, we're talking about Eve's Pawns returning. If you want to call in, that's 865-424-1342. Call in. We'll talk about talk about some Pawns. Yeah, I mean, just the SEC Defensive Player of the Year coming back, um, you know, like we talked about, can guard all five positions. And, you know, this, this team right now probably has – they definitely have more depth. Yeah. And talent. I don't know if they'll be better than that 2018 team. But a lot more the, depth the, in it. Yeah, and and, and pr- more NBA talent. Yeah, um, yeah, probably. I don't know. That was the, a lot of NBA talent. Four of your starters. Yeah, this dra- one. Well, you know, three got drafted. Four played. I guess. Hans, Sajuan James will be. Yeah, I I don't disagree. There's gonna be a lot of NBA. It's just a lot of those guys still have some development, and you and. Like we we've all heard about Jaden Springer or not Jaden Springer Keon Johnson being the best player on that team already, mm-hmm. so you kind of I mean you expect him to be an NBA talent. Um, I, I hope that's the case. That would be fantastic to get not only get a five star, get a guy that's a day one starter. And as much as you hate to see one and duns, you know, because you want them to be good for all four years, I would take a one and done every day of the week. Yeah, and, and I don't know if they'll be better than that 2018 team because that that team played together for years. Yeah, they did. Um, and finally got to they that grew point. together. Yeah, yeah, and developed together, and you know there there was that bond where, um, you know th- this team is gonna rely on a lot of freshmen to to yeah. step up and, and be, um, you know key contributors for mm-hmm. for this team. So I, I don't know if they get to thirty one wins like that other team, but I I think the potential is there. Right. I Rick- mean, and the development with, you know, with Rick Barnes's history of developing guys, you would think that these guys that were here last year would take the next step in their development. Yeah, absolutely. And let's kind of talk about some of this 2020-2021 team now that you know the full roster. Where do – I think the two biggest question marks, because they were both pretty big contributors on the team last year, probably don't start this year. Where do where does Josiah Jordan-James and then Vascovi's back on campus, where do they fit in on this roster? So, I mean – I don't know. I don't. I'm interested. Who is going to be the the primary ball? Who's going to be your point guard? Right. Um, That's is a my big question. question. Is it going to be Josiah Jordan James? If or is it going to be Victor Bailey Jr.? I think it's probably up to those two because I think that's a lot to ask a freshman to be a point guard. See, I, I understand why you like to say Josiah Jordan James. I think it seemed like, and I know he was hurt. He was injured, battling injury throughout the second half of the year. But it seemed like they trusted. Vescovi more than him bringing the ball up the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he's got to get quicker though to do it on. I think on this team, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I don't. I don't know what that looks like. I, and it's it's fun because you know if your seventh, eighth, ninth guy are guys that played a ton of basketball last <laughs> right. Would wouldn't it also be nice talking about the primary ball hander? Wouldn't it also be nice to see um, less pressure on Vescovi in terms of defensive matchups and letting him just shoot off the ball? Yeah, just catch and shoot. Yeah, I mean that. Because he doesn't really have the ability to create, but the man can shoot. Yeah. And will do it at any time. He <laughs> any doesn't time. care. <laughs> any time. He's got quick trigger. Does not care. I love it. 
Yeah, you got to. Um, I just don't like that. Was that was a big thing with that 2018 team when Jordan Bone came out? There was a, a significant yeah. drop um, in the offense. Right. Um, Lamonte we, was good, but the, you know there was there was no depth it, behind it, those guys, and he didn't play how Jordan, how Rick Barnes wanted him, how Jordan Bone played. He wasn't as aggressive. Yeah. Um, he did. I mean, there were times that in that season they tried to get Grant Williams to bring the ball to the court. Oh, yeah. So, if that tells you anything about the ball handling, you definitely won't have that. Because if you're worst, if you're worst ball handler, like you're your worst person you have to have bring the ball to the court is Santiago Vescovi, sign me up. I will take that every day of the week. Yeah, I mean, he was turnover prone, but good Lord, he was on campus for not even a week and, and started against LSU. And his assist more than made up for that issue, yeah. too. So I mean, he he was probably, besides John Fulgerson, I think he was our second best offensive player. Right. I, I wouldn't say second. But, I mean, he's probably third best player on the team. I, it would be interesting to see the the uh, the scoring efficiency, so assists, scores, stuff like that, with – you know, his plus minus Vescovi beginning of the year or end of the year. So mm-hmm. look at just the SEC schedule. That would be interesting to see because I've got to think Vescovi's at the top of that. Yeah, for end sure. End of year alone. Um, I mean, how many did he have against LSU? It was like, was that his first? Was LSU his first game? Yeah, because he played think, a lot of minutes. He he uh, sat in the game before that, and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I think it might have been Wisconsin. So got- he was. I don't think he was on campus for Wisconsin. Wisconsin was in December. He was on campus one game that he did not play. So maybe he got on campus in December and what what he wasn't eligible but to play. L- LSU was his first actual game okay. and he had 18 points. Okay. Okay, so I guess he was on campus for Wisconsin. But yeah, that was in the that was in December. Yeah, the Wisconsin game. Yeah, I think it was right before. So maybe when you're not enrolled in classes, I don't know. However it worked, whatever. Regardless, his second half of the season was absolutely incredible. None. He's back. He's back. He's back on campus. With the haircut. Blonde, right? Like silver. Silver? Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. He went that uh, One Direction look. <laughs> I love it. Do you, you, you think um, Great Clips will give out those kind of haircuts? I hope so, because that's that's how you get me to return. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been to Great Clips since they really just messed me up, so I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to make a comeback. Would you do it if they like... Cause it, there's some dice. So there's some money to be like. There's some money thrown into those haircuts. So maybe they'll do a good job, or maybe they'll do a terrible job. <laughs> I'll only do it for five nine nine. The only way you're gonna mess me up is the five nine nine haircut. Sorry, I'm not paying. I'm not paying twelve bucks to, for you to mess me up. Mm. Not gonna happen. Five five dollars, six dollars though. No tip. Yeah, do what you want to my hair. Yeah, because then you're like, well, I'll go fix it somewhere else. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, mess, mess me up for six bucks every day of the week. I know my sister, she works at Sports Clips, and the five ninety nine haircuts, she has to do a lot of... A lot, a lot of fixing. A lot of fixing. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually only got me once, surprisingly. It's okay. only got me one time. That was the only time they met. The only time I've been for a six ninety nine haircut. And did you go back to Great Clips for them to fix you, or did you... No, no, no. Clothes? I went to the person who normally cuts my hair. Okay. So, I never would, like, text her the day of and be like, hey, can you cut my hair? Because that just seemed rude to me. Um, so I just, I went to Great Clips because I needed my haircut really bad. I had something to do that week. Maybe I don't know. And realized that was a mistake. Yeah. And so I called her and I was like, please tell me you're working today. She's like, yep. I was like, went to get a, I said, I went to get a haircut at Great Clips. And she went, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Little patches of hula so, hand walking in. 
So I had to shave. I had to shave my head. I think like with a two, one, one or two guard, like really oh, wow. short. Yeah, wasn't good. So don't trust the five ninety nine. Yeah, it, it's yeah. That's the moral of the story is never trust the five ninety nine haircut. Yeah, don't do it. Um, I will give you a haircut for two ninety nine though if anybody wants that. Okay. I'll give you the Viscobi special for two ninety nine. Oh, you like the the silver? Yeah, little skunk thing in the back. I didn't. I, I guess I didn't see this whole haircut. You have to show it to me. I'll show you the back. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see the back. Um, anything else for Ponzo that you want to talk about, or, there, or this basketball team? I mean, I, I think Rick Barnes. You know, we talk about him recruiting like high school players. What a job he's done bringing in you know a transfer with EJ Anasiki. He brought in Victor Bailey last year, um, Urosh as well. And now he's recruiting guys to come back to his program. Yeah. Response. I realize the uh, head coach is going to get all the credit, but I'm going to throw a bone to my boy, Kim English. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Look at the recruiting difference since he's been on campus. Oh, yeah. Just like, And I realize you, you got to want to play for the head coach, too. Like, I'm not yeah. discrediting Rick Barnes. But the difference in the year and a half, two years, Kim English has been here has it's been drastic. Uh, he's probably the relationship guy. Right. And and he's probably the, the seller. He, he's like... Hey, you know, look at Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield when they got here, mm-hmm. and now look at them. Yep. You know, he, he can sell that development. Whereas, you know, Rick Barnes was just like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be more intense with uh, high school players. Though. Rick Barnes just, he's going to coach you. That's all he does. Yeah. He's, he's going to coach you. The old ball coach. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love, ah, oh, man, we need basketball back now. Bad. So, how far does this team go? If we play. This team, I think, is an Elite Eight team. Final Four, I mean, I think that's just... I think talent talent alone, obviously some other things got to fall in place, and the SEC is going to be tougher than normally. As tough as it's been the last two or three years. But I think this team's talent-wise probably an Elite Eight team. And then mm-hmm. if we're going to... If we're you know if we're just being honest, but how many times has the best team in college basketball won the national championship? Yeah, how, how often have they played in the Final Four? Right. You know, just as rare. Um, so a lot of that's, I think... But I think talent can really get you to the Elite Eight. And, and I think this, obviously, still things have to fall in place. Mm-hmm. Um, but talent tells me Final Four, Elite Eight team, Elite Eight. I'd, yeah. say, I'd say Elite Eight. I, I, I agree with that. Based off of potential. Yeah, yes. Yeah, because right. you haven't seen these guys, you know, the, these freshmen play. But the good thing about the freshmen is, like, yeah, you're relying on them to be good. But if one of them isn't, you know, yeah, ready, like, like just how Jordan James, he was not prepared to – be a starter and be a you know fifteen point right contributor. So so I guess let's let's say this. So I think a lot of people are probably that are listening right now and just heard me say Elite Eight, maybe Final Four. Probably like, did you watch the team last year? I mean, barely scraped together a half decent season, and I realize that. But the two big things that I think the Vols went out and got were aggressive point scores in Keon Johnson, and, and you could probably put Jaden Springer in that category too. Mm-hmm. Went out and got aggressive point scores. And then you went and got a big man who's going to move people around the paint in EJ Anasiki. Those are the two big key things you're missing. Hate or love John Fulkerson, the man creates magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if he just eats a crap ton of pals before the game and, and figures it out. But the man makes magic. Whatever. He's first team all SEC. I don't can't understand. argue with that. I watch him run too, and I can't understand it. But he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, you know, Viscovi is able to to make plays too. I. And this year he's not he, – I don't think he's a guy that can do it for 40 minutes. This year he's not going to be asked to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't lose a ton in Jordan Bowden. He just wasn't the guy that – you know, he's a, he's a great contributor. You can't deny that. But he wasn't the guy. You don't lose a whole lot. You played an entire season without Lamonte Turner. No big loss there. Not a, you know, not a big deal. You get Pons back, SEC defender of the year. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I think this team has the pieces to be, to be really, really good. Um, can they do it for a whole season? I think that's a good question. Yep. Gotta, I mean, got to stay healthy. That's part of it. Um, you know, I think we lack size, but I think we're going to be a lot more athletic than mm-hmm. we've been in a long time. Yeah. I agree. Um, just mo- moving up the court. Um, and, and that makes up for, for being, you know, we were slow and small last year, so it didn't help. Yes. Um, but, but this year I think we're going to be a pretty good athletically. Um, especially with with the five star guards, and I and I mentioned it. If one of those guys isn't ready to be a, a starter, they don't need to be. Yeah, because you, ha- awesome. you have guys that started last year. Can you know you can ease those guys into it. Mm-hmm. EJ Anasiki, you know who we thought if Pons wouldn't come back, he'd probably be starting. That's a lot to come from you know where Sacred Heart and come in the SEC and and what's fantastic is they could both be on the court at the same time as starters too. Yeah, if like that you have. It's not like you either your biggest man and your you know one of the more aggressive men is John Fulkerson this year. That's not the case. And um, uh, God, I just blanked on his name. Uh, you, you do have Kumwa, freshman. Um, Urosh. You can, well, I'm not counting on him. <laughs> who's a freshman big man coming in? Well, he's like a oh, he'll Walker. probably be like a three or four. Yeah, Corey Walker. But you have Corey Walker too, who he seems to have the body type to go in there and bang around yeah. inside. We'll see. That's to be determined too. Um, you've seen AJ Anasicki do it at the college level, though. I have faith that he can do it. So. You don't. You don't have any faith in Urosh. Not. I think he'll be a good basketball player by the time he leaves here. I, I don't disagree with that statement, but after what I saw last year, I think there's going to be a need need to be a drastic a drastic jump. To, yep. Did I say Jurassic? Jurassic. <laughs> he is going to need a Jurassic level. He is type Jurassic jump. level. He is. He is. Um, but yeah, that you know, I I shouldn't say I don't have faith. If Urosh can just be a just be a rim protector. It could play eight minutes a game. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yep. That's yeah, a lot I, of time. I think Elite Eight would be good. You know, you, you get past the, that Sweet 16 that you got to in 2018. I think you got to win the SEC. A regular season tournament. you got to win one of those. I think with this yeah. team. And it's going to be tough. L- Auburn will probably be good. LSU Kentucky, should be pretty good. LSU. Arkansas is supposed to be good. The good news is Kentucky has some – I know Kentucky probably figures it out. That's, that's why I'm, you know – I understand that, but they are going to have a ton of questions to answer. Yeah, a, ton, and, and a lot I, more than Tennessee does. Right. Yeah. So that's that's the good news. But it's it's exciting, man. It really is because like last year we're like, yeah, we're excited, but we have no clue. Yeah. Well, and me, you, and your dad left the first exhibition game, and all three looked at each other and were like, it's going to be a long year. <laughs> <laughs> we were well aware what we were getting ourselves into yeah. last year. Yeah. So. Uh, and Viscovi brought a little bit of hope, but we knew we still knew what it was what it was going to be. Especially by that point, you knew what Jordan Bowden was going to be. And you're yeah, like, and, just... and, and you lost Lamonte Turner. God, if we didn't have Viscovi, that would have sucked. It would have been a long January, February, March if we didn't have Viscovi. Because he, like, he was the most exciting, yeah, person we had on the team. Yeah, and he made think about some of the big shots he hit. Oh yeah, some of the big shots that ended up not mattering because the we arm just weren't, Yeah, <laughs> because we weren't good. Oh man. Oh, we have a season though. That'd be <laughs> we're fighting for a we're fighting for a vaccine. Uh, yeah, I'm front li- I'm going front lines for this one. I, I think basketball will happen. <laughs> the moment Pons said, uh, the moment Pons said he was coming back, if you didn't decide, no matter how you felt about masks, if you didn't decide at that moment that you were going to wear a mask forever, kind of fan. As soon as he announced he was coming back, I looked up how much a saxophone was. <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, were you going to buy one? I mean, I was like. 
I'd like to play some sax. A little bit of it. It's I'm, like it's like seven hundred dollars. Get a used one; it'll be all right. Yeah, I'm like, ah, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let Pons stick with the. He can be the only one with the sax. That's Getting, fine. That was some good sax, man. Good sax. What was it? Careless Whisper. Is that what he played? Yeah. It was beautiful. I love the content. How many blocks is he at? Because like he he tied the record. Did he tie it? Yeah. Oh, glad he's coming back. Maybe that's why he's coming back. Yeah. Just had to beat it. Um, and I, th- I think with him, with his athletic ability, I don't necessarily think coming back like hurts him in the NBA draft. Um, it's definitely not going to hurt him. No. Help him mm, to be determined. Yeah, hurt I mean, him now. Yeah, it, it, it could help him like if he got a better offensively, but I don't see him getting that much better offensively. Like maybe more consistent. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. And then he's gonna have to. But he's, he's gonna he's have to get de- drafted based off of his defending and athletic ability, yeah. not really his offense. If he wants to be a consistent player in the NBA, like on a roster, mm-hmm. playing consistently, he's gonna have to be able to shoot the outside ball more. Yep. So that's what he'll have to develop. So if he, and he got better at the three last year. So if he can continue that improvement, I think that. Uh, I don't know if it necessarily moves up his draft stock. He shot thirty five percent from three. How many? How many threes did he shoot? I do not know that. I don't know if it was a lot. He was a little hesitant. He is hesitant. And, you know, most of those were from straight on at the top of the key. Yeah. Yep. But, hey, whatever works. Hey, you're hitting shots. I don't care where you hit it from. Right. I mean, 35% is good, but I'd like to see uh, shoot a little more, I think. If, I mean, off the top of my head, I don't know the stats, but I, I don't think he's going to need to need to shoot a little bit more because he's not going to be that big in the NBA. His athleticism is still very impressive, but he's not going to be that big. Yeah. So. Um, he's gonna block a lot of shots. Though, he's obviously. gonna block a lot of shots, <laughs> a lot of shots. SEC football returning with an official camp schedule. We wondered how many weeks of camp they'd get. They're gonna they're gonna get to start on August. This says August. I thought it was August. August seventeenth. Yep. Practice on August seventeenth. So they're allowed to conduct uh, starting on Friday. They're allowed to start uh, conditioning, fourteen hours per week of strength conditioning meetings and walkthroughs. They'll be on the field starting Friday. Yep. And then August 17th, um, until opening game, schools are allowed 25 practices. So similar to a uh, spring spring schedule, kind of limit, you know, the numbers of practices you have. Um, only up to 20 hours per week. And then a five-day acclimation period is required. So they'll have two days in helmets, two days in shells, and the fifth day in full pads. They can start full pads. And I think they get, they get two days off per week. Yep. Schools are required to provide student-athletes with a minimum of two days off per week until the first week of the season. We're ready. Give Rules us in schedule, place, man. Rules Let's in go. place. Let's play. When are we gonna get that schedule? I don't know. I'm nervous about it. <laughs> you think it's AM and LSU? Dude, if it's AM and LSU, there's people no are riot. that doesn't make sense. People are gonna riot. There's no way. Like we gotta have one of the Mississippi State. Because that doesn't make schools. Does it make like how would that make sense in the strength of schedule? Strength of schedule. I don't know. Yeah, then I'm curious. So, like, what are you doing it off of? Yeah, strength of schedule. Tennessee should get at worst A and M because it's Alabama. So number one and number two in the in the uh, West West. are going to be Alabama and LSU. So at minimum, it's A and M and Auburn, right? Yeah. You can't play Alabama, so it's probably even Auburn or like Mississippi State. That's what I'm. We gotta have one of the Mississippi schools. We play freaking Alabama, okay? Come on. Yeah, I don't that. 
and LSU doesn't make sense in any way. Unless you're doing like a random drawing. But and Florida and Georgia, they butt effed. They probably won't get – or Georgia plays Alabama, don't they? Georgia plays Alabama this year. Florida will probably not get Yeah, Alabama. but they, they – they were be, supposed to get screwed if it was going to be the next yeah, two. But they shouldn't be able to – so strength of schedule, they can't play – they can't have – Florida and uh, Georgia can't have the toughest schedules in the – in the East. There's no way. They're supposed to be the top two teams. So it's physically impossible for them to have tough schedules. Yep. They have to at least, at best, have the third toughest. At best. I'm going to be so mad if that's the way it is. If we get... There's no way. Call in. Let's talk about it. Uh, 865-424-1342 if you want to call in. Um, talk about the SEC schedule. What teams you want to see? Yep. What teams you want to see? I don't know. What, I mean, if you get Ole Miss and Mississippi State, that's a freaking pipe dream. Because you already play Arkansas. Oh yeah, that'd be so fun. <laughs> Ten and zero. <laughs> I mean, eight and two. I mean, you better go seven and three. Seven yeah, and three, that, it's yeah. a bust. Yeah, if you get those two teams, right? What if you get A and M and LSU? What are you putting the threshold at? Oh man, that sucks. That would suck ass. Um, I guess like five and five is like what you kind of have to go. Yeah, probably. Um, you know, maybe you get one and get six and four, but you could also lose one somewhere too. I don't know. That's rough. Five, sure. five and five would not be great. But then, then again, you play what? Probably five of the top fifteen teams in the country. Yeah, I mean, all of them. I mean, pretty much everybody gone. except Vanderbilt, Arkansas are going to be a, a top team in the country. Yeah. Because <laughs> Kentucky's a lot of people. I was reading about Kentucky yesterday. I don't know what's happened. Everybody's high on Kentucky now. They lost their best player, and, and they're they're loving them. <laughs> they lost the only player that was the difference between zero and twelve, and what they ended up going four, five and five and seven. Yeah, something like that. No, they they went to a bowl game. They go to a bowl game. Oh yeah, they did because they got in a fight at with Virginia yeah. Tech. Yeah, it was him. <laughs> I've been watching Last Chance U season one over again okay. because um, uh, you like the the growling dude. Yeah, I love the ground, dude. <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to see how bad Buddy was now that I know Jason Brown. Because, you know, everybody's that's the big thing. Like, who's who do you like best? Um, and everyone's like, well, if you don't think Buddy's the best, you're an idiot because he's the best football coach. And I was like, I mean, you can be a good football coach and an absolute dick. Like, that's those are two things are not, you know, not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Um, in fact, that's most football coaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I went back and watched it, and I watched that fight. Dude, it's just insane. Like how the, how the the him and the official? No, 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 no. The Delta Delta State. Oh yeah, yeah. How have the all those coaches not lost their jobs? Not EMCC, the other team. Oh, what did like they, do? they had to get fired? I mean, they they were just letting like there were players hitting late the whole game. They punched a manager before the game. And he had to get five stitches. Oh yeah, I remember that. Like how has every single dude on that coaching staff not lost their job? It's mind-boggling. Because Juco, baby. I guess. Uh, Matt Adams said, I'd like to see LSU first game. New coaches and a lot of new players. Maybe gives us a shot at them. Hmm. I mean, I I see your line of thinking, Matt. I do. I, I've I just, read some on LSU. They're, they're loaded again. I just think no, I'd like the to. the same type of loaded. Right. But they're still a pretty dangerous. I football. think. I, I like your line of thinking, but I think if we can avoid LSU, I think. Let's, let's not. <laughs> yeah. They they got the best wide receiver in the country. They got the best defensive back in the country. Yeah. I would uh, – I, I do like your line of thinking, Matt. I do. Yeah. I appreciate that, but uh, – No, no, no. I mean, if, if we get LSU, we get LSU, but we better have a Mississippi school as well. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Give us Ole Miss and LSU. Yeah, I guess just give us I'd rather two. have I'd rather have LSU and like Ole Miss than Auburn and Texas A and M. I'd rather have that. Yeah, I think we could beat them both. I think it's possible. So I don't know. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but I yeah. think we can beat Auburn and A and M. We for sure be the <laughs> Mississippi teams. Hopefully, yeah. Michael Leach comes in here and throws 600 yards on us, and then what do we say next? Well, we throw for 700. So <laughs> okay, easy, JG. Pump the brakes there. Hey. Pump the brakes. What's the um? Yeah, Matt Adams said, "Okay, what about Ole Miss?" Yep, yep. That's Landon just uh, said that. We'd 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 love to see Ole Miss. Give me <laughs> Lane Kiffin coming to Neyland, baby. Even when no fans are there. How many people show up just to cuss Lane Kiffin out as he gets off the bus if Ole Miss comes and plays in Neyland? Oh, a ton. Or do too many fans love him now? What's that all about? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Deep in the night. Yeah, I'm not a... It's the same people that just love Mike Leach. I'm like, what do you love about Mike Leach? That he's yeah, weird? I, I don't understand. I mean, he's he's entertaining, but it's... I, I That's feel like it. Lane Kiffin's kind of entertaining. Right. <laughs> but that don't mean I want him as our football coach. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, I, I'm I'm happy not having Lane, honestly. So, yeah, I, I don't understand the the mm. whole. I mean, dude, he could have been like. I understand he, he wants to be a head football coach, but dude, he's such a good offensive mind that dude, I just would have stuck with being offensive coordinator. I know the money's different, but there's a lot less trouble you can get. In. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta agree with that, uh, dude. I don't know. It's just, and it's gonna be so hard at Ole Miss. It's going to be so hard. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Whatever floats your boat, yep. though, man, I guess. I don't know. I do want to mention this. Guys, go check out our sponsors, um, Tennessee Tap House and Hound Dogs. Great stuff. Love those guys. They make this show possible. So go check them out. Also, Volunteer Roadshow. Go check yeah. them out. Let's see if I can pull this up here. Have a bunch of merchandise coming in pretty soon. We'll have a promo code out for you guys where uh, you can um, use our promo code, get you some gear. Yep. Let me uh let me pull that up and we'll uh show you guys uh right now that's in mask. mask Everybody needs baby. a mask. Everywhere you go, you need a mask now. Get the net gator going. Yeah, might as net well gator gang. Might as well uh get this, get this And it's up. not G A T O R. It's, it's a good kind of I T E R. It's a good kind of gator. Yeah. It's the right one. I need one of those because masks, dude, they hurt my ears. Yeah. Cuz I got big ass ears. So. See that when I'm working out though, I have to have like a mask because this whole neck gets a little sweaty. Yeah, can't be can't be doing that. I'll suffocate. I hope it doesn't get pulled off for that. I accidentally played the. Uh, it's still playing the Ponds video I made. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hope that hope, hope it doesn't get yanked off YouTube now. Um, okay. Matt, we'll get to that question in just a second that you just asked. Let me tell you guys about Volunteer Roadshow. That Atlanta was just talking about it. Head on over to Volunteer Roadshow. Go to shop here. And uh, like he said, we'll have a ton of stuff to uh, – a lot more stuff. I can get it loaded now. Pulled up here soon. Um, but we've got uh, Tennessee logo gators. Where'd it go? Um, Tennessee logo, Lady Vols logo, and then the checkerboard, man. That one looks fantastic. The checkerboard does look nice. All right. This isn't pulling up for me. I'm going to have to do it later. That's unfortunate. 
We'll have to show it to you later. But head on over to volunteerroadshow.com and uh, it's all there. It's good it. stuff, man. Um, Matt asked us a question here. He said, do you think we could get Juwan or- <laughs> Georgia. I was like, I can't read that. Oh. Georgia early on. <laughs> Georgia. Georgia. That's why I was like, I can't read that. You this. said Jawan. I was I like, know. okay, where's this going? <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. I need to get more sleep. Uh, Georgia early on, since they don't really have a proven QB. No, you're good, Matt. That's my fault. I should have been able to read that. <laughs> since they don't have a proven QB, JG Daniels is proven, but only in Pac-12, not SEC. I like Georgia and... November, man. I Yeah, we play a lot again, better in November. Again, I like Carolina thinking. I see what you're saying. We play a lot better in November. And and, and the Vols play a lot better in November. That's yeah. another good point. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that that is an interesting t- thing you bring up about about the Georgias that they do often their, their defense is going to be sound. Mm-hmm. So, getting them in November maybe means they're banged up. Maybe. Getting them in uh but Offense side, yeah, maybe. I mean, they're not going to have a chance to answer those questions yet that they have. Yeah. I don't know. What do you? While we're on the Georgia topic, what do you think about JT Daniels? You, you buying or selling the hype? I mean, I, I think if if what I'm hearing about Jamie Newman, he's the next <laughs> coming of Christ. So I, it would be shocking if JT Daniels won the starting job. Yeah, I don't disagree unless he is Christ himself. I don't know if I call him that. <laughs> Georgia, Georgia loves him. I mean, it, it's it's good for like. I wish I had that problem. Whereas, like, no matter who I started, was going to be a, a good yeah quarterback. But is Jamie Newman going to be that? I don't know. I think I think the starter is JT Daniels. Matt said he's selling the hype on JT Daniels. Uh, I like JT Daniels. If he had come to Tennessee, I wouldn't have been upset. I think it would have been interesting to see with the Harrison Bailey situation because um, I think Harrison Bailey might be your starter by the end of the year. Um, but I like JT Daniels. I don't know how much he helps that Georgia team. I can tell you this. He helps them, helps them more than Jamie Newman. Yep. I do believe that. But you want him late in the year still, right? Yeah, I do want him late in the year. I just think, like, I mean, Georgia State, BYU, perfect example. <laughs> like, I don't want any part of that. Yeah. So, uh, Phil, Phil, oh, Phil Former brought up an interesting point. He's on the Swain event. Talking about the season and, and what it's going to look like now with the ten game SEC schedule, and Swain was asking, uh, "What what's it going to kind of be?" Because I think he asked about the Oklahoma game too and, and stuff like that. And he asked what it's going to be like, kind of not having those cupcake games and preparing. And Philip Former said every year they had a big game to open. Fall camp was much more effective. Everything went much better because you knew what you were preparing for. Because you knew you were traveling to UCLA or you were bringing cat whatever it was, and you knew you were going to be on your game. You didn't have a Georgia State. You didn't have a Western Kentucky to, to you know, walk through. Uh, so you don't have those days in fall camp where people don't want to be there. Fall camp was just you're getting ready for this opponent. Now that's exactly what it's going to be because you're playing an SEC opponent. Florida potentially day one. That, that That's a good point. But also, look back two years ago, we played West Virginia. Again, not a great start. Yeah. So. Good news about that. That was a – terrible roster team. Yeah, it was a terrible team. Terrible team. And it was uh, Pruitt's first year's head coach. So. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm not holding that against him, but from what we've seen so far at Jeremy Pruitt, it looks like we play better at the end of the year. I'd probably rather have Georgia right now, right then. Yeah, I agree. 
I would think I'd rather have Georgia then too. I do want I want Florida day one though, man. I want Florida day one. Be fun. Be exciting. I don't know how the game's gonna turn out, but it's gonna be exciting up until the first whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's good after that point too. Yeah. But. Uh, Matt also asked, have you guys heard anything about Danico Slaughter? He lays the wood, or do they switch between him and Tank? I think Danico Slaughter is going to have a chance. I'm interested in what they do with the redshirt rule. Do they make it less games? Um, I feel like with it being all-conference games, might as well just keep it. Just keep it? Yeah. I don't know. That, that'll be interesting. I, I think he's one that is definitely going to contribute on special teams, I think. Yeah. yeah. For those four games, if they want to redshirt him. And I think he's going to have an opportunity to play. I I think there's definitely an opportunity to play. for Because I don't think the roster is quite entirely where it should be yet. So, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of young guys that have the opportunity to play. And I think Theo Jackson would probably get in before Danico Slaughter right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think what you see out of out of his film, you, you like what you see. You like the hitting ability and things like that. But I think there's a lot more to it than just hitting and, and starting off in an SEC schedule. That's right. tough. Oh, yeah. Stuff, yeah, it's gonna be tough for a lot of guys, especially guys that maybe would have seen some early playing time those first couple games, and uh, now it's kind of a question mark because of who you play in those. But first you move it back, games. so you have more time to kind of get acclimated, um, yeah. to at least college football, not necessarily a SEC schedule. Yeah, but. it's definitely pros and cons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't disagree. Probably. So, what do you think? Probably more. Man, I don't know, because more the pro of it, it's a very controlled environment. So the coaches are going to make what they want to see. Whereas in if you go out and play Charlotte, you got to play really good to get some of those guys more reps in the second half. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's good or bad. I mean, if you see them, it's definitely a good thing because I I feel like you're you're up, or or I mean, or you could be getting blown out too. But <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just, no, I'm saying um, pro pros and cons: longer fall practice versus playing your cupcake opponents. Mm-hmm. So in, in camp, they're going to create the environment. And you may not necessarily get equal reps, but you're going to get reps. Whereas that week you would have went and played Charlotte, you may not get the field. You may not even dress or see yeah. the field at all. Right. But now you get to see those reps in practice. Coaches get to see you. More mm-hmm. time to prove yourselves. Obviously, yeah, the games are different. It, it's more time to learn the defense, learn the offense. Um, you're not just thrown into the fire. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't have a spring practice. Um, here's fall camp, and then now we're playing a game. Yeah. Like it's there's a lot more to that now, so I don't know. I'm interested to see how how much practice changes. Like, it, is it is it more intense now because you're trying to get ready for an SEC schedule? I will say there there I would guess there's going to be some pretty intense practices coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would guess. Yeah, we'll see. I think it's good for them. Yeah, high school football's back. They're playing. Pads are popping. Do what? Pads are popping. I, I I heard them off the front porch. That's one way to put it. Greenville's <laughs> already canceled their first game. Yeah, what did you think about UConn? Forgot about UConn. UConn canceled their season entirely. It's uh, I didn't realize they were independent in football. That definitely makes it interesting because they're not a level that Notre Dame's at, where Notre Dame can... Well, they're in the American. Oh, I thought I read they were independent. I'm pretty sure they're American. Okay. Are you sure that... What are they for basketball? Because they are in a conference for basketball. Maybe they're in the Big East. That sounds right. But I'm pretty sure they're in the American because they went two and ten last year. They went zero and eight in the American Conference. Yeah, that's weird. I, th- I swore someone said they were independent. 
And they, they were so, like, that's probably why. But they're I mean, in the this American. This is our 200th episode. UConn would have probably been 200th in the country if there was 200 teams in the <laughs> FBS. Because they were terrible. Hey, back, what was it? The civil conflict with UCF? <laughs> yeah. First off, what kind of name is that for a rivalry? Yeah, that's so, The civil conflict. That's the most nerd thing in the world. Oh, my gosh. What was the... Uh, yeah, so they're in the American... I read an article. No, no, no. They're independent. They are independent. So they just play an American conference? No. What the... This is so confusing. It literally says conference independent. And then it says past conferences. Independent from 2000 to 2003. Big East from 04 to 2012. The American from 13 to 19. Yeah, this makes no sense. Okay, they are in the American. You're right. Okay. But their conference still says independent. Okay. So is the American an independent conference? I mean, dude, if I'm UConn too, I'm like, yeah, forget the season. Let's get the basketball. Because 0-8 in the American conference, that's rough. Yeah. Gross. Dude, it... we have a question. Okay. Um, Garrett Powell says, I don't know if you guys have mentioned it, but... What is going to happen with red shirts? What happens in the case where a guy gets the coronavirus and can't red shirt because he has played too much? Should the rule change this year since the whole season needs an asterisk beside it? It's a good um, point. It's a lot of good questions. Yeah, I think th- this is the time to try some things. Yeah. So I think like same thing with the MLB. You know, they're they're doing the um, extra innings where they have a guy on second base. You, you try stuff and see what works. Right. Um, and then you can use it in the future, or you can trash it. Um, I, I don't. I'm not sure what they do with the. Um, I, I would say, with an SEC schedule, it would be easier to do just the four games, just because like how often, in the conference, were you going to see those guys anyway? Right. So I, I think it would just keep it at four, and then coronavirus. I don't know what you. I, I would imagine if you had to sit out more than a game. So if you don't get to return. Um, next week or 14 days, I'd imagine you'd get a medal. I mean, it probably depends on how many games you played, but I'm, I think that would probably be a medical redshirt question. Yeah. I would think. Mm-hmm. That's a good question, though, because um, what a lot of teams are having to do is have a, a return to play uh, after COVID because there's a lot of questions about the, the respiratory system, the your lungs and your heart, yeah. that uh, haven't really – there's still questions. So it's it's going to be – it's gonna the the coronavirus. I think is a great question that I just don't know, but yeah. I think it's a great question. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think anybody knows. Um, <laughs> is and that's the bad part. Yeah, UConn is independent since last year. 2019 was so, their last year. Okay, so in the, the American. So the, okay, so they now they're independent. independent. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. Because I, I looked at their. I thought they were independent too, and then I looked at their schedule. Oh, they're in the American, but yep. they that was their last year. Okay, yep, that makes sense. They but, need that, uh, uh, Matt said it's a, it's UConn. They suck at football. That's that's true. You're that, making great points they, here. They want to get Y'all the basketball great season. I, I don't. I don't. Um, I would do the same thing. Like that's <laughs> yeah. They're Tennessee's wearing masks for football. UConn's canceling football for basketball. <laughs> yeah, I would say Vanderbilt would try to do the same thing, but they suck at basketball too. So, right. um, I guess they're just trying to like cancel fall period. Right. Right. And then just try to get the baseball. Baseball. Season. Yeah. Which. Uh, did no uh, Tracy Rocker's son Kamar Kamar is this his last year or did he go yeah he, he's the number he'll probably be the number one draft pick yeah I saw uh, I don't remember what team they're like suck for suck for Rocker or whatever to get the <laughs> draft pick tank yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, but the, I mean, the asterisk is a great point. I think there's going to be a lot of questions. I mean, what happens if you're playing, because you're going to give out, you're going to give out an SEC championship trophy. What happens if a player from Alabama gets it the week before? What happens if. Darn. Yeah. I mean, okay, I don't mean that, but. Matt Jones (laughs) is the starting quarterback. He's thrown for 6,000 yards and he gets coronavirus the day before the game, gets tested positive. I mean, asterisks. I don't know. Football's it, it if it happens at all, and I'm praying it does, it's gonna be interesting. Yep. Football's just gonna be difficult. Is is are Rutgers trying to do like where they give it to everybody, like the chicken box? Yeah. And so they the Clemson think, method. Yeah. Like you, Forty players test positive. They think that like you can't get it again. You can't for three months right now. I've seen the antibodies last three months. That's good news. So you just okay. got to get through football season. Oh, okay. So that's that's a good plan. So Clemson, yeah, do- Clemson did it in like June. It's going to hit him right in time for Notre Dame to beat him in the ACC title game. <laughs> Dude, that what a story that would be if you found out that, like, that's what they were doing. <laughs> like, everybody kiss each other with the coronavirus. I mean, like, Shiana doesn't have the greatest of reputations anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, aren't a lot of people thing. accusing him of not handling the. Like the restrictions correctly. Yeah. Isn't that what's going on? And then they got Colorado. Is that right? Colorado? Yeah, they're having. And then Washington State obviously is having that issue with. Yeah, Colorado's like they were telling people not to report. Yeah, yeah. What idiots. Idiots. Good Lord. What else we got? We got, uh, you want to talk about the the Pac-12 a little bit more? Yeah, speaking of Colorado. (laughs) Idiots. Everybody over there. What's up with this loan? Have you read about it? I saw it as I was like coming here. You know what, like what that's about? Mm-hmm. Talking about getting like a billion dollar, billions, billions of dollars of in loan money to the, I guess the, the member schools to keep athletic funding going after this year because Pac-12 is getting ready to getting ready to cancel. See, I, I don't know about that, but I, I was reading the the list of demands. Um, I've kind of went back and forth on some of them. Oh, you're talking about okay. So you're yeah, you're the, going to the, the, the player the player demands yeah. for um, past COVID. Really, there's some COVID ones, but right. Um, I, I think there's some on there that I, I I like, and there's some that like I don't necessarily hate, but it's stuff that's never gonna happen. Yeah, you have to. It seems to me, and I think I said this on Sunday. It seems to me that it lacks leader true leadership. Mm-hmm. Kind of seems thrown together. Yep. Because I think there are things that you should be able to look at that and use common sense and go, that's not possible. But maybe they're they're starting so high, and so like <laughs> yeah, this is how you negotiate. Like, yeah, the Pac-12 is just just like okay, no, but we'll we'll give you a six-year athletic scholarship. It's a Sign. win for them. Yeah, they're like okay, cool. Yeah, maybe the, I mean I don't know, or or maybe they're just trying to like have somebody talk about the Pac-12. Yeah, because no one really talks about them. Right. So one thing I want to bring up. Okay. What you got? So talking about the things that can't happen. So they want fifty-four percent of the athletic money. Fifty-two. So fifty percent, they want to distribute it through the um, athletes. Okay, and then two percent goes to low income financial yeah. aid. Okay, that's right. Yep. So that's not a possible number. Fifty percent, it's spread out like it's just not possible. No, not the way. And maybe long term, maybe, but you can't start there. Right. You can't start there. Also, you want other sports to be operating. If you want that fifty percent number, you have to give up the other sports. So. Like you just have you have to be realistic about it. Look at NFL teams. NFL teams aren't funding women's soccer teams. Right. NFL teams aren't funding baseball teams. 
college baseball teams. If you look at the money, those teams cannot fund other sports programs, teams that don't make money. If you get if you if you're 52%. giving fifty percent to the players. <clears throat> Both of us are in agreement that players should be getting paid. Right. But yeah. the place to start is to allow them to profit off their likeness. That's yeah. the place to start. Then one thing they stated that would fix this issue is the endowment. They want the endowment. Places like Stanford, who has a $27.2 billion of an endowment to go to um, the sports that you know they said cut because of money issues. I don't know if this is true. I couldn't find definite wording on it. Uh, I saw Houston Crest, and they, they were talking about on their show that the endowment can only be used for academics. Well, from what I understand, that's not entirely true. Um, there, You can, in the endowment, state that it can only be used for certain purposes, like academic research, blah, blah, blah. But there's also probably money in that endowment that doesn't have a specific purpose that's been given to Stanford to use at their discretion, more than likely. That's usually how it goes. Um, I don't know how much money that is. I'm not sure, so I can't speak to that. But those most of those schools, like Harvard... Now, this is, Harvard's a different story because they have like a $45 billion endowment. Mm-hmm. But they don't even use their endowment. They put all that money into into accounts that draw interest. Right. And they operate on the interest of that money. Hmm. So I would think the interest can be used at the school's discretion because they're just making money. Like the money's not being used for that purpose. It's different money. So I don't think you should get into the issue of because let's let's be let's be one hundred percent honest. Twenty forty five billion dollars is an absurd amount of money that should only be used to help people. Period. End of story. Yeah. And I'm not saying athletics is the way to help people. I'm not I'm the only way to help people. But the fact that it's not necessarily going to programs that could benefit people is absurd. Now Stanford is using that. I think if you make below a certain amount of income, you do you can go to Stanford for free if you meet the academic requirements which is great fantastic good should be using your endowment but also yeah why is that endowment why can it not fund some athletics why can the interest drawn on that not fund why do you have money sitting there that cannot be used to further students in your programs it's true i don't understand that i don't either so i think i think these are a lot of great questions to be asked again i don't think like demanding that endowment gets used i don't think you can do that we were talking about things that just can't be done. But demanding they find a, a way to make it work, I don't think it's an absurd thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just lacking leadership right now, though. That, yeah. That it doesn't like I don't know who their yeah, leader I, is. I, I think their head their head's in the right place. I, I think there definitely needs to be some sort of change. But to ask for fifty two percent of the um, of the revenue and then ask for medical insurance for six years after you're gone, ask for six years of athletic scholarships. That's money. That's yep. the revenue too. So yeah, you can. how much do you want? So to me, it seems like they sat in a room and were like, all right, what should we demand? And one guy's like, medical. And they're like, got it. What yep. else? We want wrestling back. Got it. <laughs> we want 50% or we want 75, 75, 50%. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it kind of reads like to me. I, don't, I mean, obviously I don't think it went exactly like that, but yeah, that, that's what it reads like. Right. What it reads like to me. So I, I just think they need more, need more direction. And then, it's the Pac-12. You don't think they can find players just like you playing the Pac-12? Sure. If it's the SEC, I mean, Penny Sewell is one of them, and he's he's gonna be like a top five draft pick. So see that guy could make that if that guy's joining it, then good. Then, right. yeah, yeah, you could probably yeah, make he's, a he's in the he's in the right place. Also, we got some breaking news. Tennessee just got their kicker for the 2021 class. Sign him, JT Carver. 
Commits to Tennessee. Um, he's from Martin, Tennessee. Nice. I don't even know where that's at. Uh, West? Yeah, toward Memphis. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Nice. Got her kid Love her, that. Man. Matt, you just retracted the... your question. I was about to, add, uh, about to read it out loud. Um, it was something like, he doesn't think Sankey's getting cold feet. Uh, I didn't see the article you're talking about, though, so I'm not sure. Um, from what I can tell, though, I don't think the SEC is in a hurry to – I think the SEC is going to do everything in their power to make football happen this fall. Oh, yeah, I agree. I think it's going to take a lot to cancel SEC football. I mean, every state in the South is open right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think it'd take a lot. I think it'd take a lot. I, I'm not sure where Sankey's standing, but, yeah, I think it'd take a lot. Um, what were, So, big, big – in. Anything else for Pac-12 before I ask you about the Big Ten? No. I mean, leading into that, Big Ten kind of put out the same demands. For the player, the players to? Yeah. Today. And College football's not happening. A, a, lot of it's, a lot of it's the same thing. Um, there, there's a lot more guidelines to do with COVID in it. I think that's the important part at the moment. Right. Yeah. I agree. Protecting, protecting players and staff and whatnot. But they also released the um, Big Ten schedule. Okay. Oh, did they? What does that look like? What does it look like for like Ohio State, Michigan? Those are, that's who I'm curious about. Um. So, uh, hmm. a lot of people were, were saying how easy Ohio State's schedule is, but the easiest one by far is Wisconsin. Heck yes, we get to see a Wisconsin champion. I mean, they they'll be in the college football playoff for sure. They don't have to play Ohio State, and they don't have to play Penn State. So they play at Michigan and at Iowa. The rest of them are just like Rutgers, they Illinois. They play at Iowa. Yeah. Loss. <laughs> Loss. You sign it. Sign, seal, delivered. Loss. You can't play it. You don't play at Iowa. Come out with a win. It doesn't happen. All right. So I've got I did not know. I don't think I knew Illinois is in the Big Ten. <laughs> Illinois. Sorry. Yeah. So they, they start their season September 3rd, which is interesting because the SEC doesn't start until 26th. September 26th. It is so. interesting. Their their season is like I think they're scheduled to play their um, championship on December fifth, which I don't think the SEC is still like the 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 SEC the SEC shouldn't be too terribly late because they're just missing two weeks nineteenth maybe yeah something like that it's interesting so a lot of people kind of threw out the idea of the SEC having one collective bye week Um, the big 10 has three, five total bye weeks. Gotcha. Like five, five weeks that a team will have a bye. So I don't, I'm, so I guess the SEC will probably do something similar. I, they may go for one, one single bye week. I, I just don't know. Yeah. Don't but know. Wisconsin, like it's, yeah, dude, that's a cushy schedule. It's with Indiana finish with Rutgers. Yeah. I mean, Oh, I was your, your toughest matchups, probably Minnesota. I probably at Iowa. Yeah, or at Michigan. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they play Michigan. Yeah. Um, but they don't have to play Michigan State, no Penn State, no Ohio State. Yeah, that's a nice little schedule. <laughs> I, don't know how I wouldn't be complaining. That. Oh, Tennessee draws something like that. That'd be nice. <laughs> uh, but we got Alabama, so <laughs> that's our Michigan. We'll take that. Like right. that. That there you go. Okay. So so let's say so Michigan. Then they throw in for for giggles. They throw in A uh, and M. Love it. Yeah, uh, that'd be equivalent to Iowa. I'd think. Love it, and and A and M should be having to travel to Tennessee this time if they do that. So, which I don't know if they'll follow the the same like guidelines, I guess as as they would have. I don't know. I don't know how that'll work. So I didn't see anything about the Big Ten players. Uh, are they doing like the same thing? We are united or whatever. 
Yeah. They yeah. are? Yeah. It was to the, the Players' Tribune. Nice. Yep. Well, let's talk about JT Carver real quick. Is he uh, so five-star on Coles, probably three-star or whatever on 247. That wouldn't mean he may – would he see the number one kicker in the in the state then? Yeah, I would say. Or what, what does he rank in the country, you know? He's first-team All-American in 2019. First-team All-State and uh, All-West team as well. All-West Tennessee team. Nice. His team could use a uh, bump, bump in the uniform department, though. Who's his team? I'm very unclear, but they wear two different blues and blue and black. Yikes. So, yeah, I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan. Oh, he goes to Westview. Ah. Gotcha. So it's it's the same high school as Ty Simpson. It is the same high school? Okay, nice. Yeah. Nice. So it doesn't really have um, like what his ranking is on 247, but... He's a he's a good kicker. I've I've heard I've actually heard his name, so that's that's saying something. Big pick. I love getting kickers, baby. I love it. Kicker, you? Yeah. Or I guess we're punter, you. But punter, hey, you. We'll, we'll go. We'll go specialist, you. Yeah. We maybe have a way to go with the kickers. We need to get some some better kickers in here. Yep. Hopefully, ours gets all SEC this year. First team. First team. Do it automatically. First yeah. Team. Oh, for sure, for sure. I didn't realize. Uh, Goggle Dog. Did we talk about this? Signed with Indianapolis. Wait, what? He signed with Indianapolis. Goggle Dog did. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's up in, up in playing for the Colts. And Got Lucas it. Oil. Yeah. I also so is. Uh, God bless Vinatieri. Is he retired? Finally. Surely. I mean, he's been he's a hundred for a long time. Yeah, he's a hundred. I just don't remember hearing him, about him retiring. I mean, he's got to be. He's got to not play. He's got to opt out for this year because he's going to be in the. He's getting to be in a high risk group. Yep. Uh, is he a free agent right now? Did I think Colts that's just that, that's big to get JT Carver because you know Ty Simpson. That's Tennessee's top recruit for. Is he? Is he the buddies? Twenty twenty two. Is he? Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. We need that. Need that. Get that pipeline going. Exactly. Exactly. I'm trying to see if he's got, if he released. It looks like he's still active. Gosh. Oh, he did get on, put on injury, injury reserve last year. I forgot about that. So he may be done. I don't know. It doesn't say anything about him. Is he in a nursing home yet? Probably. He's got that, he's got that silver fox look. He does. He does. That's what I'm going for. (laughs) It I, says I he's active. It says he's 47 years old and he's the act, oldest active player in the NFL. I think after this SEC schedule, I think I'm I'm going to be full gray. Just got to accept it. Yeah, that's probably going to be the case. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I get it. Um, go for segments. Yeah, let's uh, let's head on into some segments. If you got questions, drop them in here now. I'm on uh, Twitter and YouTube. Landon's got Facebook. We still got time for you to call in. That's 865-424-1342. Call in. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Numbers on the screen there. Um, we'll take your we'll take your messages, your, your calls. We'll talk to you. Can you start a Florida man? Let's do it. Let me uh let me get my classic Florida man picture up here. Nice. It's a good looking guy here. He is a uh curious to see if he's gonna be a get that tattoo. I did it again. <laughs> Played the dang pawns thing again. All right. Classic uh Classic Patriots tattoo on his on his helmet, uh, helmet his head. 
Uh, see if he gets it replaced with the Tampa Bay Buccaneer this year. Should. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Should. He's got that Gronkowski look to him. Mm. Yeah, it's a little scary. I'm a little scared. He's got the wagon, right? <laughs> you um, see that? Is that up on your screen yet? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Who does he look like? Oh, my gosh. Who does he look like? It looks like a dude off a movie. I can't think of it. But anyway. <laughs> Is it um, the guy in the Adam Sandler movies whose eyes are always crossed? Crazy eyes? <laughs> no, no, no. Different guy. The guy that's, did you just make a joke, Bobby? <laughs> oh, uh. Oh, I'm backer. I don't know his name. Yeah, that's who he looks like. Yeah, good job. <laughs> his odds are almost crossed, but there's not. Somehow. Yeah. But he also is looking at me in his side profile picture, which is pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's weird. Um, Florida man. Florida I'll, man. I'll start. So, uh, let me see what the date on this was. So, it was May 19th, 2019. <laughs> Somebody say he looks like Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> He does kind of look like Kid Rock. My name is Kid. Uh, Josh Johnson said that. I'll give I'll give you some credit. That was good. Um, <laughs> Florida man is behind bars after police say he set fire to his wife's home and led deputies on a high-speed chase in a Dodge Charger painted to look like the General Lee from Dukes of Hazard. But it was a Dodge Charger. It was a Dodge Charger. But isn't that like the... I love that. Like going out in flames? That, I mean, that's Dukes of Hazard. I mean, do, do what you love. I don't hate it. But yeah, I think it, they got into an argument and he set the place on fire. So it was his wife. So hopefully it's his soon to be ex wife. I don't know, man. You can't destroy love that easily. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine <laughs> the picture, just the house ablaze and he's just taken off in General Lee? I mean, that's. That's Florida. Did it have the Alabama horn? Right the, there. The... <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Um, I've got two, I've got one Florida man. Uh, he was arrested because I, I need to go on a little bit of a lighter note because this one, the other one's kind of bad, but I also just want to make fun of her. So mm-hmm. we're going to do it. Uh, this one, first one's a 20 year old man is, um, facing a charge of felony criminal mischief after authorities say he used a front loader to dump a mountain of dirt on top and inside of his girlfriend's Cadillac. Oh God. First off, her Cadillac is sitting somewhere. I don't know if he took it there is, um, it's sitting in a place that looks like this would happen to it. Like it's just in a dirt field. Mm. That's a nice car. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get a crap ton of dirt uh, sat on it. Um, and then I've got Florida woman. Oh, mixing it up a little bit. Hurls okay. racial slurs at black land- landscapers in viral video. From every video I've seen, she's just starts. She's like they're mowing a yard, and she's just like, "Why are you all here?" Racial slur, racial slur, racial slur, and it's like <laughs> they're mowing a yard. Jesus. If people get to the point they're casing houses while they do landscaping, they're getting too smart for us. Like, sure. kudos. <laughs> Maybe they should have just ran over her with a lawnmower. I would have wouldn't have hated it. Yeah, she like did it for it. She ended up getting arrested because she like harassed them for so long. It. She was. I'm doing my job, man. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> insane. Good lord. Insane and racist are not two good combinations. No, definitely not. Um. I like that. That was a good one. Bless up. We got any questions? I need to get back on Twitter here. I don't. I don't have any questions. Um, stupidity though. You want? You want to go for some stupidity? Yeah, maybe. I think I got some. Let's do it. Hmm. You got one uh, first. Have you seen Clay Travis and Darren Ravel just going after each yeah, other? It's so weird. 
I wish they would just both shut. They're both much dumber than they think. They should just unfortunate. Be funny. Also, did we talk about Giannis Cespedes just going missing? Have we talked about that yet? No, because I was going to save that for fail. But oh, yeah, okay. You go. You can go ahead. So he didn't report to the ballpark. They couldn't get a hold of him. Went to his hotel room. Couldn't find him. And then during the game, his manager let the organization know that he was opting out for the season. Yeah. That man was on a bin. I don't. I don't know anything. I know Cespedes has been like some trouble, but I don't know much about him. Yeah, he, he's definitely been off the field. He just, that's why I can't stay with one team. Was he just on a bender or something? And halfway, through, he was like, "I'm late. Might as well not play the rest of the season." I'm good. Well, and you're playing for the Mets. Like, I get it. Right. <laughs> I'm good. Um, my oh, first video is Dan Wolken. I left the best Florida man out. I'll have to save it for next week. Oh, I thought you forgot to press record or something i'm like oh man that's rough um dan woken is my stupidity how'd you find him somebody uh, send it to you a screenshot got a screenshot <laughs> um so he says opinion trying to restart the nba season by making players live in a bubble is an idea so stupid so full of logistical holes that we need to stop talking about it mm. man screenshots live forever that sucks it's the only one working out Every- I haven't got one well, yet. MLS is working out too, but yeah, I haven't the, got peop- one yet. the two teams, the two leagues in the bubble, in the bubble are, are doing the best. So. Yeah. So Dan Walken, you're a freaking moron. Everybody already knew that. Just clarifying it. We just want you to know it now. That's all I got for stupidity, though. Uh, did I have one more? Hold on, sorry. Start me get together here. Ooh, I had two good Florida men that were just back in my screenshots that I forgot about. I'm going to have to really pick it up here. Mm. You know the tweets I started going through the other night because I'd forgotten about them? Forgotten about this guy? What? Fourth and Truth. I was like, I wonder if his Twitter's still up. Is it? It's still up, and his last, like, 80 tweets are just tweeting that uh, Dave Portnoy. Oh, gosh. Even worse. Like, he's just like, you don't pay your employees enough. He's like, why don't you respond to me? Are you scared? <laughs> Scared? That's what he said? What? I don't know if that's what he said, but he's always like, well, he, he won't respond to me because he knows I'm right. I'm like, yeah, big guy, that's why. <laughs> it's awesome. I love that guy. This isn't stupidity. Did you see uh, Channel TN? They posted a video of Aaron Foster highlights and everyone getting after him about fumbling the ball. He, you know, we talked about this on the show. You know, he lost three fumbles in his entire career. Four? Five. So five? Are you yeah. sure? I thought it was five. Five? Regardless. Five fumbles. Lost five yeah, fumbles yeah. in four years. Ridiculous. And he was the premier, premier back for two and a half. Yeah, I realize. They, they, just, they just came at bad times. I realize how bad those times were. But, like, dude, he hates Tennessee. He literally hates. And, you know, some of that, I'm just like, yeah, I get it. He doesn't hate Tennessee. Well, the, what do you, <laughs> they asked him, what's your biggest regret? And he was like, not leaving after my junior year. Yeah, but that's because he stunk and he didn't get drafted. Oh, yeah, that's true. He said he doesn't hate Tennessee. He hates the NCAA. Hmm. Like, he said that, like, publicly. He said something else. I don't remember what it was. Well, a bunch of people get mad at him about the taco thing. And it's like, apparently he spoke to his... I was... I don't remember what podcast he was on. He was I, talking I about hate it. the guy. He... Yeah, a lot of people are like, he threw Tennessee under the bus. Apparently he spoke to his lawyer, and his lawyer said that it was outside the statute of limitations. Like, the NCAA couldn't get Tennessee for that. Hmm. So, like, apparently he did his homework. Huh. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, a lot of people just think he hates Tennessee because I guess he doesn't say the perfect thing all the time. Like, isn't it like, you know, a lot of people want to hear the guy go, oh, you know, I love my four years at Tennessee. I, it, 
the dude would have gone like in the second round had he left after his junior year. Stays, doesn't touch the ball hardly at all because of a new system they're running. Doesn't premiere him at all. Doesn't even get drafted and, and is pretty lucky to get signed. Mm-hmm. And then after he gets injured his senior year, right? And gets plagued by injury the rest of his career. Yep. Yeah, I get why. I know that's not what a lot of people want to hear, but I get it. Right. Yeah, it's not a regret because he hated Tennessee. Yeah, it's a regret. regret it's a regret because of what happened to his career. Right, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people misunderstood that. Um, and he's super blunt about it. Yeah, he just doesn't care. Yeah, and I'm sure people were, you know, I'm sure people were tweeting back at him and were like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, you know, probably, he probably didn't respond the best way if he responded. Right. <laughs> I have one more stupidity. It's from the New York Post. It's an article that says, Shark that killed New York City woman confirmed as a great white, and it's still out there. It's still out? Like, like it's a murder suspect? <laughs> somebody's like, somebody tweeted, was like, did you want him to turn himself in? Like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. On the, on the run tonight. <laughs> great white. Is that like a Shark Week? Isn't it Shark Week this week? I think it is, yeah. Is that a Shark Week tweet? It might. <laughs> so, did you watch the Megalodon video ever? Okay. Well, I'm not going to say anything then. Because I, I love the beach, so I don't... Anything that has to do with, like, sharks, maybe... Dude, I, I just hope somebody. if I ever get bitten by a shark, I hope that shark takes me, like, under and drowns me. That, like, I don't want to live with a freaking shark bite. That just sounds miserable. <laughs> like, first off, you got to survive that day. That that's hard in yeah. and of itself, right? And then you have a missing leg for the rest of your life. Like Blake Lively looked good with it, but I wouldn't. Right. They didn't she play that girl in that surfing movie? Did she? Is that Blake Lively? I don't know. She's Blake Lively's blonde, right? Yeah, she. We've is. talked about this. I can't remember any actors yeah. or actresses. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. She is blonde. <laughs> she is pretty. So I mean, yeah, she got, is pretty. You got two of them, right? She is pretty. Um, guys, that's all. That, that's all I got. That's all I got. Guys, we want to thank you all for joining. Uh, we're gonna do the call in. Get used to the call in thing. We want to do it. We want y'all to call in because we always want to talk about, especially right now. Always want to talk about what you all want to talk about. Um, so uh, make sure you say that number in your phone and uh, call us when we're call us when we're live and we'll chat. We'll talk talk about talk about sports a little bit or whatever right now. I guess I don't. Yeah, care. we'll talk about why. Yeah. yeah. Make We've sure you go before. to do what we've done it before. We, we have. <laughs> make sure you go to volunteerroadshow.com. Gonna be a ton of new merchant merchandise there. Uh, hit the shop tab on the right in the right corner. There's also a ton of content on there uh, with all the shows Volunteer Roadshow has. Um, so make sure you go and check all those out. Can't wait to see basketball season. Golly. You can't wait football? football season. I was going to say, it's going to be football already? It's a good thing we're not UConn. We have something to look forward <laughs> to in, in every season. Um, but that's all we got. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.